Welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective Podcast. This podcast is one that seeks to help women cultivate a faith that soaks into every single corner of their lives, changing them wholly and completely. Hosted by Samantha Siemens, founder of the Abundant Women Collective, this podcast features conversations that uplift, encourage, challenge, and empower women to step into true freedom in Christ. If you're ready to go all in with the Jesus-led life, to step out of the overwhelm, anxiety, and stress of this world, and to step into a life of freedom and abundance, this podcast is for you. Hey friends, welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast. Today we have my very dear friend, Alyssa Circle, joining us on the episode. And let me read you her bio because I can't make this stuff up. She's incredible. Listen, Alyssa Circle is the founder and CEO of Be Together Co., a movement of women focused on biblical conversation, captivating content, community, cultivating faith, courageous living, and changing lives. She is a Bible study teacher, speaker, and has written multiple women's small group curriculums for her church. She has also written two five-day devotionals on the awe and wonder of God and identity, soon to be available on the YouVersion app. Come on, you guys. Alyssa's greatest passion is seeing women rediscover their identity in Jesus and walk in the fullness of his calling on their lives. So if you've listened to this, you know, obviously, why Alyssa is one of our first guests here on the podcast. We are going to talk about identity. Welcome, Alyssa. Thank you for coming. I'm so excited to be here. Congratulations. This is incredible. I am so proud of you. You guys, if you're listening, please be sharing this. I've known Sam for a couple of years, and this podcast has been on her heart as long as I've known her. And I'm just, I'm so proud to watch you blossom in this space. And I know this podcast is just going to be absolutely incredible, just as you are, my friend. So thank you for having me on. Thank you. I received that. Thank you. Funny story. We, not really story, but we, through technology, we met on Clubhouse a few years ago which is so fun and so random, but we did meet in person. We are like real life friends, but isn't that crazy? It is the beauty of the internet friends. It is so crazy. I always tell people we met in clubhouse in a Christian chat room and it, and I'm like, but okay, hold on. I got to kind of explain what is clubhouse and Christian chat rooms. And what does that really look like? Yes. And we weren't even on it for that long. Like it was a brief few months. I feel like yet look at this relationship from a social media app. Okay. All right. So one of our core topics at the Abundant Women Collective is identity and we will get to your study, but we're going to just jump right in. I would love to hear first, where do you think we as women gain our identity from? I would love to say that we gain it from Jesus, but I think so often we gain our identity from the world. I think social media hasn't really helped with that, even though don't get me wrong. I love social media. It brought us together. I've met so many incredible women online, but I do feel like our world and how we view ourselves in the world is how we claim identities over our lives. And if we are not spending time with our, our posture, our feet, our whole body, just facing Jesus then we can't know who he says we are. And if we don't know who he says we are, then we can't fully confidently and boldly lean into that. 
and know that it doesn't matter what the world is doing, what the world is saying, how skinny the world says we need to be, how it says we need to wear hair, what brands we need to be wearing. It doesn't matter because we know we can't take any of that with us. So our goal is just to love Jesus so he can tell us who he says we are. And I just think that is that's what's most important and where we tend to get distracted in the everyday world these days. Yeah. I mean, cause if it's not social media, it's TV, it's even the newsstand, right? When you're checking out for groceries, you get to see all the things on the magazines. It's everything in the radio, on the car, unless you're filtering that through a Jesus lens with Christian music and Christian television, even you'll still see the newspaper stands or the magazine stands, but it's coming at us from every which way. And honestly, we won't dig deep into this, but the world doesn't even know like the identity of a woman, let alone to tell us who and how we should be, right? That's right. But God does. Mm-hmm. And so we know all the way back to creation, what who a man is, what the qualities of a man are, what constitutes a man and what constitutes a woman who are created in God's image. And I think as we spend time with Jesus and the more we spend time in his presence and the more we're like listening to worship music instead of secular music in the car, in our home, the more we're spending time in our, in the word, the more we pray, the more we talk about Jesus with other people, the less we start to see in our peripheral, all those things of the world around us. I was the other day shopping at target with my daughter and we were walking by all the, those magazine stands. And I remember thinking to myself, I wonder if she's going to notice or pick up on it. We were shopping for jeans, which PSA like is like women's jeans shopping is like probably the worst thing that's ever happened to women, but we were shopping for jeans and we were walking by and we happened to go by the magazine aisle. And I stopped to really think to myself, like, is she going to notice what's going on? And she was so busy talking to me about something that she had heard in chapel and how her worship team practice was that it was like, we walked by and it was almost as if she had blinders on and she never pointed it out. She never mentioned it. And I found myself at the end of the aisle, just saying, thank you, Holy spirit, because even though I can't always protect my kids from the things of this world, you can, Mm -hmm. and you do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know I have several stories of not identity crisis. I feel like even as a little girl, I was pretty confident in who I was only because I knew Jesus as a little girl. And that's the way I first intimately knew him was how he described me because I was a chubby kid. I was an outcast, like all of those things didn't make sense for me to be confident yet. I was but there are several other stories, but what is a story of a time in your life where maybe you dealt with identity? I say crisis, but quote unquote, or trouble identifying who you were versus who the world maybe told you you were. Mm. Well, we're getting deep real fast today. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) I love what you were saying about knowing exactly who you were when you were a teenager, when you were a kid, because I was the complete opposite. Even though I had accepted Jesus when I was at a young age, I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up going to church. I had no idea who I was when I was a teenager. I, I was not confused about my identity in terms of 
knowing that I was a woman and I was created after Jesus, but I just felt like there were so many things that I noticed about myself that made me feel insecure. And I worried about my weight. I worried that all my friends looked a certain way and, and had their hair would grow long. And I struggled to grow my hair out long. And I, I didn't have very much style. I I'm pretty sure I have photos of me with like short hair and braces with like the Paula Abdul sequent cap and a like Picasso silk vest. I don't even know. Like they're pictures that I just try and bury, but (laughs) I think there was so much of that part of my life that I had just no idea. I didn't know who I was in Jesus. I knew who Jesus was, but I wasn't steadfast in, in who he says I was. And so I think that for me was a huge driver when I had a daughter. I mean, I freaked out when they told me we were having a girl because I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to pass on all of the insecurities, all of the things had no idea who I was. I'm going to pass all these on to her. And it's just been so cool to see what God has done, especially over the last couple of years to allow me to speak into her life and for him to speak into her life. And that girl knows exactly who she is on her 13th birthday. When we did this blessing with all of her friends, the one thing, every single friend and none of them, everyone had to prepare in advance. So no one knew what they were going to what the other was going to be saying to her, but they all had one thing in common was that she knew who she was in Jesus. She always stands firm in that and she never wavers. I'm I'm so thankful for that. But when I was young, I had, I had no idea. It took me years to build that kind of confidence in myself. Yeah. But how cool is it that even though you struggled with it, you have through your adult life, reconciled right that with who Jesus says you are and because you've done that you have changed the generation after you that she is different because you also put in the work because if you didn't she I mean the Holy Spirit can obviously do what he wants but he she got that from you mama right you did good she is a really good kid (laughs) parenting book is next um Okay. So during this, what are some ways, like, I want to give practical things for our listeners as well. I want them to laugh with us. I want them to hear our raw stories, but I want them to go from here and be like, okay, three things that we need that I need to do to help solidify my identity in Christ. Like, what does that look like? Maybe even on a daily basis. I think the biggest thing for me is abiding in Jesus. Yeah. So when you think of the word abiding, it's to come alongside and, and basically envelop yourself into something. Right. And so when you abide in Jesus, you're making the decision to walk next to him and walk. And as you walk next to him, you're choosing to walk at his pace. And when we walk at his pace, then we get to hear his voice. And the more that we walk at his pace and we hear his voice, the more that we're going to know and stand confidently in where he's calling us. Because three years ago, when he called me to write this book, I will tell you, I felt completely unqualified and unworthy of the calling because there were things that I needed to do to abide, to walk alongside Jesus so that we could do it together. 
rather than thinking, oh, you're calling me to do this and I'm going to do this all on my own. Like, what does this look like? How am I supposed to do this? And he's like, you're not supposed to do it. We're supposed to do it together. So when we talk about abiding in Jesus, then it means that you need to be spending time in his word every day. And not when you fit him into your day, (laughs) but where is your priority, Mm -hmm. right? If you have time to check Instagram, if you have time to be be on a phone call with friends, if you have time to go to brunch with people, if you have time to go work out, like we have all these disciplines, right? And all these things that we do that we will schedule into our day. But the Lord is always the last one. It's like, oh, if I have time, I'm gonna, I'll squeeze in some Bible time here. But we always know there's like a million things that come up. And so scheduling Jesus into your day and having that spiritual discipline is a huge part of how we abide. So where are you spending time with God in your day every day? And so for me, that's at five in the morning because nobody's up and it's quiet and I can just put on my worship music and focus on him. It doesn't need to be five in the morning for everyone but it should be at some point every day that you're putting aside time to spend with Jesus so that you can hear what he has for your life. Right. And so another way I would say abiding in Jesus is, is surrounding yourself with things of him. So that could be listening to worship music in your car, in your home, and then also praying and getting together with other people who also love to pray. And being the person that if you're at coffee with a friend and they're telling you they're struggling or they're celebrating something good to stop and say, let's thank Jesus for it or let's pray about it because we know that the, that the God we serve is in complete control and he's, he has plans to do to prosper us. Right. And we want to experience that. And so we experience that by abiding in him, by spending time with him in his word, praying, listening to worship music and surrounding ourselves with his presence throughout the course of the day, every day. I love that. I love all of that. I do love the word abide. I have learned what that actually and truly means this summer. And your description of all the things was so good. I want, you told me on Marco Polo, (laughs) we can share this, um, (laughs) about a gathering that you had with your girlfriends. And, um, so one of the things that I've been thinking about too with abiding is also like how that looks so counterculture, right? In that mm-hmm. our first, the world, if you will, will tell us to work out first or do me time first or self-care or whatever, right? Or whatever brings pleasure to us as a person and not putting God as our first priority. And so even in the circumstance, you're walking out exactly what you're saying. Like I've watched you walk out all of these things. And so I love that. And one of the examples that you had shared is that you had some girlfriend time. Um, and instead of like hanging out and I don't know, partying, not that we party, but you know, like doing whatever, what did you do instead? Like, what did your girlfriend time look like that one night? So I have this incredible group of women that were so gracious enough to drop everything this summer and go through the Bible study with me when we were in full editing mode. And we had gone together the other night to celebrate the book physically being in my hands well, and in their hands. And we started with dinner and dinner turned into catching up. And as the women were sharing what was going on in their lives, we would stop and we would 
pray for someone or there was a woman in, in our, uh, one of my friends who really wanted a spiritual gift that another friend had. And she was like, will you impart this to me? And so we just all started praying into her that the Lord would impart this gift into our friend, this spiritual gift. And then we have another friend who's pregnant. And so we were just, she had a, her first go around was really difficult. And so we were just praying that this go around would be redemptive to what happened last time. And that this, this birth would be, oh, I have chills, just beautiful and completely opposite what the last one was. It We were just prophesying into each other and encouraging each other because, you know, prophecy is really encouraging or edifying the body of Christ. So it's yep. being able to speak life into someone else and be able to build them up in what they feel God is calling them to do. So that's, that's what we're doing. I mean, we then in the middle of everything, we just felt like we were supposed to consecrate it and solidify it. And so we took communion and I happened to have grape juice and we had the crackers from the charcuterie board. And so we all went around and we were just praying and releasing things to the Holy Spirit and took communion. We stopped short of we were going to do baptisms, but we stopped short there because we, one of our girlfriends wasn't there, but it was just, it was such a special time. And I think when we chase after Jesus and we model that, even when we're with our friends, the Lord can do such beautiful things when we're together. Does that mean that every time you get together for a girl's night, it needs to look like that? No, there are times where we get together and we're just, we go to dinner or we're, you know, out to brunch or hanging out. And it, it is more of a catch up and a little bit less like that. But when you can have that group of friends where you're all chasing after Jesus and beautiful moments like that can happen is really special. Yeah. Thank so you I always encourage everybody. Yeah. Like, get yourselves a group of women that you can be in community with and, and lead it lead that tell these group of women like hey i would love to just get together and throw on a worship playlist and just sing together i know we all may not have a voice but let's just get together and sing together and let's open the word i'll prepare a devotion i just want women that i can pray with and love jesus with yeah yeah i love that that's so good i that came to mind because as you're saying each of the things and abiding and then praying and spending time in the word and all of that like that night though it doesn't happen every time we all together it happened that night and what a beautiful way to encompass every it was just beautiful and so thank you for sharing and if you're a woman listening and you're like oh that's so great for Alyssa, i don't have friends or i don't have community like that or i don't have a church family then I would highly suggest one, pray about it. Pray for the Lord to bring these women into your life. Like I need women who are going to prophesy with me, who are going to edify me, who are going to spend time in the word, who want Jesus more than anything else, right? Ask God to bring those women to your life. When we moved <laughs> across country, I didn't know Jack Dilly Squat. I didn't know anyone like at all. So I have also walked through a season of not having those women, but now getting those women, harassing those women to be my friend, basically is what happened. And <laughs> it is coming. So if you're listening to that and you're like, that's so good for Alyssa, but that's not me. That can be for you. I would encourage you to mm -hmm. pray and have him ask him to send you those women, but then also plug into your local church to um, find those women. Okay. Absolutely. Have... Well, I think Sam, I want to interrupt you for yeah. one minute. I'm sorry. Only no, because right. I want to, I want to encourage you because the women that you are now meeting with doing that Bible study in your home came out of you literally putting yourself 
out there. And I think that's hard for us to put ourselves out there. It can feel really vulnerable. But if we put ourselves out there and we say, hey, I would love to do this Bible study and I want to know if you will do it with me. I'm going to open my home and you just have this willingness to like open it up and stumble through it together. You just say, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I just know I would really love this community. And would you be willing to just come and we can, we can build on this together. And that's what you did is you put yourself out there. A lot of times it can feel a lot to host people in our home, to put ourselves out there by inviting women to, to come and join us or be a part of what we're doing. And you're like, I'm not a leader. Like there are probably women listening to this right now. And you're feeling like, that's great, but I'm not a leader or my home is small or I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Well, there's so many incredible Bible studies online. There's so many beautiful books of the Bible, like Psalms, where you can just open it up and just start reading Psalms and talking about the goodness of God. Yeah. But it's when we open our homes and we say, it doesn't need to be perfect, Mm -hmm. then you leave space for other women to come in and also be vulnerable. Right. Yeah. And that's what we want. Like the vulnerability comes in being willing to take, to step out and invite people, being willing to open our homes, being willing to say, I don't know what this is going to look like, Lord. I don't know. I don't know if I have the capability of leading anything, but I just know I want this community. So if I step out and do this, will you respond? And when you look at all the times in the Bible that people step in and God responds, and he parts waters and does all kinds of other incredible miracles. Like if he can do that for them, he can do that for us. Yeah. Yeah. And he cares about that. It, the parting waters was a huge miracle, but he also cares about the miracles in your life, like bringing girlfriends to you or mm-hmm. making relationships, especially because um, one of the ways that we sort of encourage and spur each other on in our identity for Christ is to find like-minded women with us. Like it is so hard to be on your solo Island championing for Jesus running after him. So much. it's, it's lonely, right. And it's, it's mm-hmm. difficult, but it gets easier when we surround ourselves with women who are also pursuing Christ, who are also putting him first before anyone and anything else. Like it makes that journey and those struggles easier. Right. And so, yeah, thank you for that encouragement, Alyssa, because it's always fun. <laughs> it's always fun to just Put it out there. I threw it in some Facebook groups and was like, hey, who wants to do a Bible study? Here's the time. My kids won't be home. It'll probably be messy. And we're going to do a Bible study together. Boom. But and look at all the women who responded. Yes. Yeah. And, and they're a collective group. Like it's not like Alyssa doesn't live by me yet. We're going to put a yet there. <laughs> um, but it's a different group. They're different um, like compartments of my life. We got a neighbor. We have a girlfriend. We have a business friend. Like it's my mom. Like, okay, my mom's cheating. But Um, it's all different ladies from all different walks of life, ages, you know, all the things. And it's, I think it's super fun because we're not all the same. We don't have the, all, all the same story. We're not all, I don't know, like, it's just different. We're all different. And so it's really fun to read scripture and also have different interpretations based on life experience and all these things. So it has been really a humbling, scary, but super fun experience because now I have some friends that I get to do life with 
on a daily basis too. So we have mentioned a few times now about a Bible study, a certain Bible study that you have written. Give us all of the details. Um, if you want to share even like how it came out or like how it came to be and what is it? Yeah, absolutely. So I just released a six-week women's Bible study. You can do it in a small group setting. So there's video teachings plus small group discussion questions from icebreaker questions to going deeper questions if that's the way you guys want to go through it. Or if you want to gather a group of women and just focus on the homework, there's an entire leader guide in the back that walks you through uh, how to talk through all of the homework each week. So there's five days of homework and it's designed for women to be in the word with Jesus every morning. And so the, the Bible study is called Be Known. It's all around identity and callings. It's knowing who Jesus says you are, being able to stand firm on that so that you can lean into your calling using the gifts he's given you, which he has, they were built into you from the time that he created you in your mother's womb and every season of your life. So you may, how you, God uses the gifts in your life may change through the different seasons, but he doesn't take them away from you. So we always have these beautiful gifts. It's just, for example, I used to be a teacher. I went to school. I have a master's degree in teaching. I wanted to teach kindergarten, but basically as a career for the rest of my life. And the Lord called me out of that when we had our children. And now I'm still teaching. It's just a different audience. So God gives okay. us these gifts. He gives us these passions, but he uses them in different ways through different seasons of our life. And that is a being known Bible study it came about about three years ago. It actually started as a book, a book that I felt like I was working on forever. The Lord gave me the title and all the chapters. And I basically spent the first of those three years arguing with him and saying, I don't think so. I think I'm not equipped, qual I'm not qualified that this is, there are so many more people that have, an influence in that space, uh, more so than me, but the Lord calls the unqualified because we're the most obedient, right? So the Lord wants our obedience, not our qualifications. It's he who brings the qualifications <laughs> once we give him our obedient. Yes. And so that's, that's what this Bible study is. As I said, it started as a book. And then earlier this year, as I was talking to a friend of ours, who is a publisher, he said, Alyssa, this I just really feel like I've been praying and this is supposed to be a Bible study. And I was like, I can't even write this book. Like you, now we're going to write a Bible study. And I just said, if the Lord starts waking me up at 5am every morning, I will write this Bible study. And that was a Saturday, Monday morning. He woke me up on my own at 5am. So I got up and on Tuesday morning, he woke me up at 5am. So I got up again. And 10 weeks later, the Bible study was done written in my quiet time in the morning from five to 7am. And so this really is just a beautiful labor of love, but it really is a true testament of, I feel like God's love for me. And so I'm really excited to share it with everyone and for people to go through it. And my prayer is really that they're going to meet the Holy spirit in new and deeper ways and come out transformed knowing that they can confidently and boldly walk in who Jesus says they are. Yeah. Yes. And amen, friends. Also a little side lesson there. <laughs> Don't challenge the Lord <laughs> to wake up at 5 a.m. Totally. <laughs> he will do totally. it. Totally. Yes, he will. He will. And then he will challenge you to keep that discipline. So I was actually 
Sam and I were talking about this before we went live, but I still wake up at, I wake up at five 30 now, but I, I wake up at five 30 every morning, even on days when my kids have late start and I could maybe say, Oh, well, it's usually an hour and a half. So I could sleep for an extra hour. I still wake up at five 30 and the Lord is so good in those moments. I just feel like I walk out of my bedroom into the space that I've created for my quiet time and the Holy spirit just falls in this beautiful, special way. And it's like, he's sitting in this chair waiting for me to get here every morning. And that's what makes me so excited to get out of bed at five 30. I love it. Yes. I love it. My goals is to hit five 30, but I'm a nine 30 mom, <laughs> but, but it is important that you did that and you continue to do that. I love it. Um, before we go, I have some random questions that I want to ask everyone because why not? This is fun. One, what is your favorite scripture, Miss Alyssa? My favorite scripture is Jeremiah 33, 3. Ask and I will tell you all the things you do not know. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. What is something you are loving in your life right now? My husband. Mm-hmm. I am just it has been so fun. The Lord is moving both of us into new ventures. And it's just been so fun to chase after Jesus, but also chase after our kingdom calling Yeah, together. It's just been really fun to champion him as he steps into, as he steps into these new things that I know that God created him for. And I've seen that passion in him for several years and just to see all the doors opening has been really cool but I've just been loving all the we intentionally like walk together almost every day and and just really guard our time and I think when we were building our first business several years ago we didn't know how to do that well yeah and this time we're doing it so well and it just has been I don't know I just love I mean I love spending time with him anyway but I'm just really loving this season that we're in together. I love that. That was your answer. It wasn't like, I love my puppy. I love my husband. <laughs> like, thank you for that. How long have you guys been married again? We just passed 18 years. Dang Gina. Okay. I That's... know. I know. But like in the middle of all of the things, you know, that we have going on the other night, I couldn't even figure out how to make the label maker work. And he came out here and not only did he figure it out, but then he like, printed all the labels with me and got excited for every single one that we printed and, and talked to me about every one that we printed. And he's like, how cool is this? Look at, it's going to New Hampshire. This one's going to Tennessee. This one's going, you know, and it was just, it was so cool. That's so sweet. Yeah. What a good cheerleader, both of you championing each other. Okay. Last. And because I love coffee, what my love is your favorite coffee drink. It will always be though I don't drink them often anymore, a vanilla latte with almond milk. Yes. And amen. (laughs) (laughs) But I do love it when we get into like the lavender, honey, vanilla latte, you know, there's certain ones at different coffee shops that you really appreciate, but that's my go-to is a vanilla latte. Yes. Old faithful right there. (laughs) The coffee, not you. (laughs) I feel like it's a little bit boring. Everybody drinks a latte, but I, uh, I don't know. There's something steadfast about it. Yes. No, that is my first drink of choice as well. Even with almond milk. 
All right, friends. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, ladies listening, if you would like to connect, please connect with Alyssa. You can find her on Instagram at Alyssa M Circle. And then all of her links will be in the show notes, including the link to purchase her new Bible study. Also stay tuned because we will going, we will be going through the Bible study together. So purchase it now, read it now, but then also save it for later because we're going to do it as a group soon. Friend, I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username Abundant Woman Co. Come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you building community going after Jesus and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured. Until next time.